0: This is the Solutions for Turf podcast, sharing the turfgrass industry's success stories of the innovative technologies and customized solutions presented by AquaAid Solutions. Hello everyone, Sam Green, AquaAid Solutions. Welcome to our Guys on Grass podcast. Today we are coming to you live from Ontario Seed Company's headquarters here in Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. We are joined by Trevor Hunter. Good afternoon, Trevor.
1: Hey, Sam. It's good to have you up here in uh, in Canada again on this uh, cold December 1st.
0: Exactly. Exactly. A little chilly, a little snow for a uh, southern snowbird like myself. Out of my element, but glad to be here. So, Trevor, talk a little bit. You know, we've done these podcasts now uh, really for the last two years. And, um, you know, let's start off with just a little bit of an update with the weather and the kind of year that the uh, turf managers experienced up here in this area, kind of started off uh, one way and ended up really wet, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, you know, we always talk about extremes, and I think we we really felt uh, you know the the extremes of both equations this year. We we started out the season you know hoping hoping that we would have enough water where we really were really really dry and uh, we were very dry until into July and then. The taps just didn't turn off, and we may have had one of the wettest falls that I've ever seen. Um, you know, and we're still experiencing you know more you know more than uh, what we would call normal, you know, precipitation. So, um, so it was a year that uh, you know that uh, had two totally different uh, sides of the spectrum. You know, in that regards, to the
0: uh, webinar we had with Doctor Bigelow a few weeks ago, we talked and or he talked about. The issue with either wet or dry, I think at the end of that, Bill Brown, the host, asked him about too wet for wetting agents or whatnot. But really up here with what you guys and girls uh, saw up here this year, the standpoint of, again, early, app- early season application, and then um, really those that got on it, Really, when he got really wet at the end of the year, they did see benefit from being on the program throughout the year, didn't they?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, especially large areas. You know, when we think about, um, you know, greens are managed so much that uh, you know, even though it is wet, we you know we do different things and we have different wetting agents programs to for for that are season long where as fairways and larger areas that early application you know for the most part might have been the only one that people did with uh, you know with PBS 150 and we saw ourselves you know being able to get through those long dry days that we had in June and then when it did uh, rain in the latter part of the season you know, I think there really was seeing the benefit of uh, you know water being able to get off the surface, and, and obviously, for the most part, we you know we didn't do fall applications or late summer applications because there there wasn't need need to add hydration. That's for sure.
0: Um, you know, going into this winter so far, of course, I had a little snow on my way up here yesterday. Um, you know, long range here for this winter. Uh, you were saying earlier today, kind of a uh, kind of a seesaw right um what they're predicting long a well, well, lot of snow but a yet you know, intermittent in up and down kind of season correct
1: yeah so i i i saw the the report for the winter that was just put out by environment canada and uh you know for our region you know in, in ontario here you know they're they're saying and it's much like the season we just had is just uh you know extremes. so you know we may get into a periods where we have a lot of snow and where it's very cold, and then you know we're going to have a melt, and maybe some rain and some milder weather. So, I guess uh, you know it's yet to be seen, but it looks like we, we could have a seesaw winter, uh, you know, which uh, I wouldn't surprise me with what we just went through uh, with the growing season. You know, that kind of leads me to the other.
0: Um, you know, we came up and met here for a couple of days, kind of getting a handle on this year, um, what's going to be needed for this market for next year and uh, ensuring that everything was kind of set. Also, um, talk a little bit about the conference in January. Kind of unique, two groups together, correct?
1: Yeah, it's going to be, I think, uh, you know, for the most part, I think people are really excited to, you know, to get to a a formal, you know, networking, you know, convention. So, combining the Canadian and the Ontario, you know, we're hoping that, uh, you know, we'll have a, a pretty good attendance and, should be exciting uh, you know if things stay like they are that we can all get together and uh, you know have something that was that we've missed for a while you know congregating maybe with some people we haven't seen for a while and and networking and uh, um, and then continuing to learn yeah I can tell you we experienced uh, a really nice trade show
0: two weeks ago there in the Carolinas for the Carolina show and uh, definitely proved that people were ready to get back out and get to that one on one in person uh, you know, banter and and the education piece too. I think they had additional seats filled uh, for the education talks than even they had in 19, and trade show was well attended too. So we look forward to participating in that in January also. You know, one thing uh, this week that we're doing up here and we met with the uh, GTI Turf Institute in the new building this morning Or Dr. Lyons, uh, impressive. I uh can tell you that I don't know of any other facility built such as that uh really in the world. So uh you know one of the things we were talking about with him was some research that we've had going on um over the last 2 years and you know talking about weather uh here earlier in the podcast. You know one of the things we saw out of this research was that uh, longevity and residual peace with the wedding agents so why don't we go back and talk a little bit about kind of what we learned today kind of follows up on the programs that osc has been um, putting their customers on for the last several years uh, let's talk a little bit about kind of what we found out today
1: yeah thanks sam uh, we you know first i'd like to say is I, a lot of times i, I don't think we we, we kind of you know, give ourselves a, you know the credit that we have. like we have such a great facility up in Guelph, and uh, you know we're fortunate to be able to to utilize that facility for some ongoing research and uh, the research that we have done. You know uh, it was it was really interesting, you know for us to, to see that it supports a lot of the messages that we're seeing, seeing in the field. so a lot of the programs that we have in place. Um, especially with some of the branch chemistries, there that we, you know, the, the research data, you know, supports that there is residual activity, um, you know, meaning that, you know, there's less ounces applied over time. And, uh, you know, and it's nice to see the things that we've been advocating for so long that, uh, you know, that are proven by, by, by data that's done here now and uh, that supports data that's being done at uh, other universities uh, such as Penn State and such. Uh, um, so, you know, that's that's nice to, to uh compile it all together and and uh, continue to, you know, see the trends and, and see the consistencies. Yeah, and you know, the interesting piece on this all was when we came up what originally
0: in twenty nineteen to kinda of put this all together, um, really the unique opportunity with this study was kind of virgin ground, right? So uh kinda of explained to us with how they built that facility. Um You know, the indoor part obviously today is amazing, has classrooms, has a a larger uh, area to put groups of 65 to 80 people in, has a great laboratory setting um, there for them to be able to do projects and stuff there on the ground. But really, to me, the outside piece and how they constructed it, um, I think that's definitely unique in in the world we live in today. And it gave us an opportunity kind of to have virgin ground,
1: right? Yeah, I think that's the, the biggest thing is when you have a brand new facility that's state-of-the-art, there's a couple things that, that, that really are going to be you know, beneficial moving forward. First and foremost is that uh, everything's on-site, so you know, with the, the size of the lab and, and, and all the infrastructure they have there to support, which I think is just great, is that we have you know, uh, up-to-date varieties. So we have um, the latest you know, varieties for all the different grass types. On different soil medians as well, so you know we're supporting USGA construction, uh, California construction, uh, different sports field. So we're able to to do research also on plots that have had nothing done to them before. So you know a lot of times you go into a research facility and you know they start new research, but it's being done on on old plots that haven't been changed. So they're older grass types were a lot of this data, we'll be able to look at some of the new, you know, some of these new super bents and uh, um, some of these new, you know, blue grasses and fescue and blends that, uh, you know, we're going to get new trends for for new, more aggressive varieties on up-to-date soil profiles. So I think that that's going to be very beneficial moving forward.
0: And, and, you know, leading into um, OSC and aquaid solutions have, for years now put kind of their money where their mouth is and done research up in this area and we're kind of excited uh, because we came up with kind of a a new study moving forward. Um, Let's talk a little bit about that as we go kind of committed to the next three years there with Dr. Lyons.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Sam. So, you know, we we, we started with, um, you know, with two years of, of some existing chemistries that, that, that are in the marketplace, and we're very excited, uh, you know, moving forward here that uh, the newest chemistry, you know, for wetting agent technology is, is going to be very close to being introduced, and we're going to be doing that with some of our older chemistries for for three years of ongoing research and in different rates and frequencies and applications on these different soil medians so uh, moving forward it's going to be neat to see the trends of the new technology versus some of the older technologies and we can start to see you know some of the differences that uh, that they have on soil medians. And one great thing that the whole team at OSC has done
0: is they've done a good job of being able to put together good sound programs over the years, utilizing different surfactant technologies. And um, we're excited about uh, being able to launch this um, sometime in the future and feel like it's going to be a, uh, a good fit uh, within your current programs you're developing for your end users and turf managers here in the Ontario area so Trevor we appreciate the time uh, today and uh, we wish everyone out there a good holiday season and be safe and healthy and uh, we look forward to seeing everyone in January
1: uh, at the show yeah thanks very much Sam and uh, you know we look forward to uh, continued working together and uh, in in bringing some of these uh, these new uh, uh, technologies and and, uh, ongoing research to support uh, you know, our venture to help uh, our our end users um, produce the best product that they can. Thanks, Trevor.
0: Thanks for joining us today, everyone. Now back to work, because break time is over.